Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Science, exercise, nutrition, health, energy, passion. One year, no beer. This is the One Year No Beer podcast, where you will find all the latest tips, tricks, and hacks for a way to live better. Welcome to the One Year No Beer podcast. I am Andy Ramage. And today's special guest is Matthew Glover, who is the co-founder of Veganuary, the movement that is the dry January for all those people thinking of going vegan or plant-based or whatever their ethical standpoint is, health, environment, the animals. Um, It's a wonderful movement. It's gaining monster traction, which we love. I first met Matthew a good three or four years ago, I think. It was the very start of Veganuary, and it was in the balance. Would it work? Would it not work? Would it take off? And to see it, literally, it's like a meteoric rise over the last couple of years is just astounding. And there's a lovely fact, actually, I'll I'll, spoiler alert before we get there, that uh, Matthew said to me a while ago that if Veganuary continues to grow at uh, its current rate, but I think it it was something insane. Like twenty twenty eight, the whole planet would be vegan during the mo- month of January, and I just thought that was brilliant. That just sums it up what these guys are doing. It's so like um, one you know beer in so many ways. It's giving people this glimpse into a new world to do something different, to step away from the crowd and do something empowering, not only for their health, for the environment, for the animals, whatever way you want to look at it, whatever angle in. The facts are that this is very good for you. We should all address the way we consume food. So I think that's enough from me. Let's get stuck into the conversation and hear a bit more from Matthew. All right, well, welcome, Matthew. Nice, nice to be here, Andy. <laughs> we're, just, we're just warming up into this after yesterday's shocking defeat. Um, oh. In the football, we've just been catching up on that and how we feel. And, and there's a, there is a small bit of a... A hangover, not an alcohol hangover, clearly in my case, but there definitely is a little bit of a, a hangover. And, and the last time we caught up, Matthew, was just, I think it was just around Christmas, because obviously Veganuary was about to kick off. It was going to hopefully be your biggest year, which I know you'll, you'll come to in a minute. I know you absolutely smashed it out of the park. And we recorded this great podcast, and the recording equipment didn't work. So I do apologise. You know, it's one of them. You just go, oh, no. And I knew you were so busy. I mean, you're on Sky. I mean, you just had a massive run of it, didn't you, in terms of um, your media exposure. And I was like, oh, bum, I've completely messed it up. So here we are six months later. It didn't take us long. Only six months. Um, (laughs) Get together again and to like just catch up, really. That's what I thought. So, I mean, maybe if we start back then, back sort of around December, like the build-up to Veganuary and what's happened almost since, I think, is probably the best place to start. Yeah, I mean, obviously at that time, it was the real peak of our activity. So, um, you know, we were literally um, dashing around from 
radio stations to TV shows and, uh, you know, on the phone talking to people and, and uh, yeah, working our socks off over that period of time. So it's all a bit manic. It, it has calmed down a little bit since then, but we're still working really, really hard on it. So, but yeah, it was a great campaign. It was uh, 5th Veganuary and we've been sort of roughly doubling size every, uh, every year. So we had 168,500 people that took part. Wow. That's people. That people that signed up on our website we know that a lot of people a bit like um dry january dry Jan, a lot of people yeah. do it yeah but they yeah. don't sign up on the website and we know that that's starting to happen with uh, with our campaign as well um but yeah it's all superb and uh yeah our target's three hundred and thirty thousand uh for next year oh that's just keep doubling every time yeah and then you you told me a brilliant stat before it just cracked me up and i, and I was telling a lot of people along the lines of um if it continues to grow at this rate. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So by 2028, everybody in the world will be doing Veganuary. <laughs> I love it. It just cracks me up. I just thought that was yeah. brilliant. So I, I, I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Well, that's, I guess you've got to shoot for the stars, haven't you? Yeah, and if you if you guys can keep the momentum with one year no beer at the same rate, we'll have everybody vegan and teetotal by around <laughs> 2030. In the next few years, imagine that. That's that's a real lovely vision, I think, for the uh, the future. And then just sort of, I mean, there's loads to, to dive into, but I also remember around that time you had a book out as well. Yeah, so How to Go Vegan. Um, we launched it on Amazon.co.uk. It was also uh, on sale in, in Waterstones, you know, WH Smiths and, and most of the, the outlets. Uh, since then, well, I know we've sold about 13,000 copies, um, so that's pretty good. Um, and uh, we're very hopeful that um, it, it came out, I think it came out on the same day as your book, it did, didn't it? it December the 28th. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we, we were a bit disappointed that we couldn't get the book published before Christmas because a lot of people were asking about, you know, they'd like to get that the book for the friends and, and, and what have you. So we're hoping that we'll have another run on the book uh, when it gets to Christmas. And obviously we'll push it as well before January. So if, you, if you're taking part in Veganuary, you might as well buy the book How to Go Vegan at the same time. And it will give you a lot of the practical sort of support that you need and that's the great thing about it it like becomes almost a perennial seller in many ways doesn't it because it supports the veganuary campaign so i'm sure a lot of people at that stage you know it's like when i've done dry janet and stuff before you're like you're looking for things you want books you want information so i think you're right i think it's just going to kick off every year if you know what I mean, which, which is yeah. fantastic for you yeah, exactly. So we um, we're also we've got distribution in the US uh, from December onwards as well. So that should because um, it was we had people trying to buy it in the US, but it needed to be shipped from the UK. So it, it takes a few weeks to get there and, and what have you. So it wasn't ideal, but th this should be um, a big game changer for us. And um, we, we found that the book was a real opportunity to get us onto uh, sort of TV stations and radio. Um, so go on with the book, talk about that, and then we could talk about the campaign generally. So we kicked off January with um, the, the 1st of January, New Year's Day, at 9 o'clock in the morning, we were on Sky TV. So we couldn't have a, a big session on, uh, on New Year's Eve. <laughs> um, that was good. And then we were on um, Steve Wright in the afternoon and he was a real gentleman um, and gave us about 15, 20 minutes talking about the book. He's obviously not vegan at all, but he was certainly very interested in the concept. 
And we were on Adrian Childs as well on Radio 5. And uh, he's actually vegan. Is he? I have no idea. Yeah, he doesn't talk about it a lot. Yeah. Uh, But um, we thought that was going to be quite an easy interview with him already sort of being on side. But that wasn't the case at all. He Because he's listened to and gone through all of the sort of myths and questions that people ask and misconceptions you know he was armed with all of those to 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 to, to fire at us so it's like well you know where are you going to get your protein from and what's going to happen to all the animals if we don't eat them and you know we've always you know what about lions and in, in in the in the desert you know and that they eat other animals and all this stuff so it, it was a tough really tough uh, conversation but you know great to uh, to be able to to talk about veganism on these big platforms which is what it's all about yeah and, and what's interesting again like for us the book just sort of steps you up a gear in terms of i think your yeah. authority and marketing and all those things and as you say people are you know you can have this wonderful campaign this veganuary and people are like oh you've got a book come on our show you know yeah <laughs> yeah exactly things. it's this juggernaut that is Veganuary, and I'm just thinking. Even you mentioned the US there, and um, I'm going to like name drop here massively. But I was out with Rich Roll um, just the other oh, day. Oh, it's so, amazing! Yeah, yeah, I mean he's the man, isn't he? I mean, and I'm just thinking. I know when we spoke to Rich about our book, it's not in the US just yet. But with your book coming into the US, um, yeah. I think that would be a great little intro there. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll introduce you if you don't know Rich already, because. Uh, you know, something like the Rich Roll podcast would be absolutely massive, I would have thought, for you guys. Yeah, I'm a fan and uh, and listen to the podcast myself, so it would be uh, it would be an amazing opportunity. Yeah, please, please do do that, uh, Andy. That would be great. Oh, yeah, I will. Just because, again, it's a fantastic campaign. And just like, I guess, what we do at uh, One You Know Beer and our 28-day challenge now, really, it just gives people this glimpse, this chance to just change their habits and actually realise that, Firstly, it's not that difficult. It's nowhere near as difficult as it once was. I mean, you know, a big thing that I've noticed really in the last year especially is the amount of vegan options now appearing on menus, like in places you wouldn't think. For example, just near me, there's a, a, a nice restaurant, let's call it, but it's 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 about one up from a harvester, if you know what I mean. It's like a chainy type restaurant, you know, so it's not yeah. like fancy fine dining. And they've got a full vegan, it just like transported onto their menu this full vegan option you know starters main course dessert and it's stunning you know and i'm thinking and that's like in the layman world if you know what i mean this is not like uber trendy shoreditch this is brentwood essex do you know what i mean and that seems to me it's really starting to reach sort of grassroots and whatnot i mean are you seeing something similar yeah i mean we we um we actually were hiring a corporate outreach uh person who will be starting in September to to do a lot more engagement with chain restaurants, supermarkets, food service providers. I've actually been the person that's been doing a, a lot of this work in the background. So I've, been, I've, I've had meetings with Wagamama's, Pizza Express, Pret, you name it, um, just to try and inspire them to look at plant-based options as being something that they should take take seriously. Um, and the same with uh, supermarkets, you know, meeting with Ocado and Tesco and, and various different food service providers as well. So I had a meeting just after January with uh, a company called Greencore. And uh, you probably have never heard of them, but they supply 690 million sandwiches, wraps, food service, food to go products. 
and they go into most of the uh, supermarkets, uh, petrol forecourts and, you know, retailers on the high street. So let's say you go into Boots and you see a Boots sandwich. It's probably been made by Green Car. They'll package it up and put the Boots label on it. And uh, they called us in because um, they're, they're noticing that there's increased demand. The supermarkets are asking them to produce more more vegan options. They don't really know where to go with it. They don't know. They don't understand the market. They don't understand uh, not just vegans, but also what non-vegans, flexitarians, if you like, what they like to eat that are more plant-based. And and they were saying that, for example, they'd, they'd launched a, a product which was um, a roasted vegetable sandwich. In other words, just two pieces of bread with roasted vegetables in between. And it hadn't sold very well. And I was like, well, why do you think? Who the hell wants to eat a roasted vegetable sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Vegans. That's Come on, what you need a eat. bit more imagination here guys you know so i would so i'm working with them now on a survey that we'll put out to our audience because we've got quite a big social media following now and then hopefully we can go back to to green car and say you know this is what this is what people want um rather than what you think they want um but it's great i mean to get back to your original point i mean Six years ago, seven years ago, when I went vegan, I would say that none of the chain restaurants had vegan options. You, you might be able to try and make do with a salad and a bowl of chips. Yeah, let's mix say. and match job. Yeah, but but now, you know, Wagamamas have their own vegan menu, Pizza Express, uh, Ask, um, all of the main Italian chain restaurants have vegan cheese uh, to put on the pizzas, like ZZ's. And uh, yeah, Pret, uh, uh, fantastic options in there for, for, for people just on the go. It, it's really transformed in the last six, last six or seven years. And I can only see it continuing to develop more and more over the coming years, which is great. Oh, yeah. And I, th- I think the younger generation, again, so my niece is sort of 16 and lots and lots of her friends are vegan or flexitarian or they're experimenting i think the younger generation is figuring this stuff out it's the same around alcohol as well i think they're so much more inquisitive open to new ideas involved in the environment um and also with a lot of documentaries and whatnot coming out you know obviously what the health and all of these type of mainstream almost um information that people get their hands on now it's starting to become so much more available and people are getting behind it for the right reasons and actually i guess that that sparks a question in my mind the the whole vegan thing is so stigmatized in many ways isn't it you know like that that brand it's a bit like people taking a break from alcohol or you know identifying with with certain parts of alcohol there's it's like labels and you know with yeah. alcohol that you know if, if, if anyone's ever labeled alcoholic it's that vision of someone on a park bench putting whiskey on their cornflakes and then the vegan thing whilst it's still becoming more trendy there is that element of sandal wearing hippies almost do you know what i mean and and yeah. how are you finding that like is plant-based a, a way around that you know because I, I find myself a lot of the time like vegan's just such an easy thing to say but obviously vegan there's all those different connotations to it isn't there it's not just about the food clearly um there's much more to it than meets the eye whereas plant-based obviously i think segregates you slightly from some of the undertones of, of the vegan i guess the staunch vegan movement yeah, we, we certainly have a, a brand identity problem, um, I would say, although it's getting better. Yeah. And I think over the last three or four years since Veganuary has been going um, and, uh, you know, you, you mentioned some of the documentaries which are influencing people that I think people are becoming a lot more open minded to it. 
Um, in terms of the demographic, yes, I mean, we, we track all of this and it's very much 25 to 34 year olds are the, the prime audience for people taking part in Veganuary, um, followed by 18 to 34. So it, it's the younger generations. It's almost it's also uh, a lot of females as well taking part. Um, and uh, so it's it's not middle aged guys like me and you, Andy, primarily. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Young men. It's it's it's. It's the young cool kids, really, that are, yeah. that, are, that are taking part. So, and, you know, through word of mouth, through friends, you know, and it's also London based as well. You know, you're not going to get so many in Carlisle and Darlington and um, Swansea. It, it's it's very much it's London, Bristol, Brighton, Manchester, you know, where you've got sort of the younger, more hip urban crowds that are taking part. Um, but just to, to to get onto your point about plant-based or, or vegan, I, we we have these conversations with the, a lot of the, the food companies as well, and the the feeling is that if you want to target vegans, then you label your product as as you know, let's say you're bringing a, a mayo out that's um, got no egg in it. If you if you want to target vegans, you call it vegan mayo. If you want to target um, uh, the rest of the population and the flexitarian, those people that are looking to reduce their consumption of animal products, then very much plant-based is the way to go with it. And, uh, you know, so the rest of the population are more inspired by the term plant-based. At the end of the day, I'm not too worried. You know, I think we can interchange the, the terms depending on who we're talking to, um, as long as we're moving people in the right direction. And that's what Veganuary is all about. It's not trying to be sort of judgmental in any way with our audience. We understand where, you know, we were all meat eaters ourselves. We understand where society is at the minute and it's moving people in that right direction. And I love it. That's that's so true. And, and the same for me. I mean, it was three or four yeah. years ago that I sort of started to dip the tone to this, to vegetarian, to vegan, to, you know, flexing around with it and then back to sort of fully, pretty much fully vegan again, which I love. And, yeah. and I do it for, for lots of reasons. It started out for me very much because I wanted to be healthy. You know, there was yeah. no ethical um, part to it at all. And then you grow into it and then you start to educate yourself and you learn. And you think, oh, my God, I had no idea about the environmental impact of yeah. um, or the positive. Let's call it. The, let's take it from that angle. The positive um, influence I could have on the environment by moving towards a vegan or plant based I had no idea about any of that stuff and, and I think they're the type of things that are starting to seep through aren't they into the conscious into the mindset of people that are looking at this and going actually this is way more than just you know a healthy way to live or you know something to do regards the animals there's a lot more to this than meets the eye and that's what really piqued my attention and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because one I feel great you know and you know you're super slim sort of super fit super healthy and you're doing something really proactive for the environment and also then you start to grow into the other aspects of it whether that's around you know animal welfare or, or whatever it may be but like that's why i think veganuary is brilliant because it gives people that glimpse just like what we're trying to do with one you know bit it just lets them dip their toe in and go oh i didn't realize it was just about this x y and z there's all this other good stuff that it does and actually the food tastes great and now i can get it in prep so it's not as hard as it used to be do you know what i mean and and, and on that note actually something that we haven't done is actually explain exactly what Veganuary is. Do you want to actually just let the listeners know? Yeah, we should have said this at the beginning, really. <laughs> <laughs> so we're a, we're a UK registered charity. I mean, it started off uh, just as a campaign that myself and my wife started just working on our laptops at home. 
Um, and the the concept is, in fact, we looked at um, Movember and I'd taken part in Movember myself a number of years ago. And we wanted to do something that had that same sort of buzz uh, for the people listening. If they don't know what Movember is, it's where you grow a mustache for the month of November. So we thought, well, what can we do that's similar to that? That's going to be great for sort of the, 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 the movement, if you like. So we thought, well, the best thing people can do for animals and the environment for health is, is go vegan. And what would be the best month to do that? Well, that's got to be January. So we had vegan January and it just merged the two words together. And it, it sounds corny, uh, but it works. You know, yeah. the, the name really does work. And um, that was it. We started in, in 2014. The first one we had 3,300 people took part. Um, so now fast forward five years. Um, yeah, I would say the bulk of our activity is around December, January time with people signing up in December and then taking part in January, uh, taking the pledge. So it's a 31 day pledge. So when people sign up, uh, they sign up on our website and then we send 31 emails for 31 days, uh, giving all sorts of practical support. So things like, you know, uh, how to read labels, uh, what to stock your cupboards with beforehand, um, how to deal with social situations, very similar, I guess, to the type of things that, you, that you're doing as well, Andy, with One Year No Beer. It's, yeah. it's how to deal with people when they're asking the stupid questions that they're going to get asked. Um, and then, uh, you know, other practical help, like what, you know, eating out, where, where to go to get food, what to do if you go in an Indian restaurant or a Chinese restaurant. So we have a vegan starter kit on our website. We have over 600 recipes and, uh, yeah, so we're just giving people that practical help. So, and then outside of the main campaign period, a lot of it is sort of background work. So we're just continuing to put more and more content on our website, develop our email series, uh, get ourselves prepared for December, January. Yeah. We also do things like investigations. So myself and Jane a few weeks ago were in a, uh, a factory farm. So we'll go undercover and we'll film inside pig farms and egg, egg you know, free range egg farms and dairy farms and what have you and just film it and then put it out there and let people make their own mind up about whether they think that's okay or not really can i i just want to pause on that so you go proper sort of um colombo inspector cluso style yeah like yeah trench coats and false moustaches into these sort of like because i'm surely uh, I mean, are you recognizable i guess to these i guess not 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 really maybe, well, maybe you are but um and what is that undercover camera like explain a bit more of that it just sounds interesting <laughs> It's risky. Uh, we go in the middle of the night. We don't break in. Um, most farms are open so that you can um, gain access and uh, we go in and film. It, it's a, yeah, it's a trespass situation, but um, it, it's one of those things where we see that there's something really wrong going on in, in a lot of these farms. And, you know, we have to, we feel obliged to go in and, and actually film what we see. So, most of the time, the farmers are unaware we've ever been in there because we don't do any damage. It's just a case of going, uh, film the animals, film the conditions. Um, we, we never name and shame the farmers. Right, okay. We just put it out there as, look, this is standard practice. So you could pretty much look on, on Google Earth at, at, at farms in, you know, and, and look. you can tell from, from above whether or not it's a, an egg-laying farm, egg-laying hen farm, or it's chicken farm, broiler chickens. 
So we would just uh, find one and uh, and then do a recce on it, go in the middle of the night, film it, and, and that's it. Um, and what's that like? I mean, that's you know that must be a real excitement as well. I mean, there's a lot of intrepidation, isn't there? Going, on? you know, you're yeah. trespassing, as you say, you don't know are they going to have dogs roaming around? What's you know that must be a real, a real sort of buzz and you know an excitement. Although, again, at the, at the end result is is probably exposing something that, that's actually very uncomfortable for you to you to see up close but still i'm sure it's it's quite quite a buzz and again helping spread the message of what's really going on i guess yeah no exactly and it's it, i mean you're definitely on the adrenaline side it's it's quite exciting uh, but at the same time it's also very sad when you get yeah. there and, and and witness these things um but uh, yeah whether we whether we continue doing that i mean that there is a risk obviously and, and also on the one hand we're spending time doing outreach with with corporations and stuff and at the same time we're sort of exposing some of the things that are going on uh you know so there's a there's a fine balancing act uh there but um and, and there's lots of other groups doing it as well so and doing it in a much better way than what we do so they're putting hidden cameras in as well and and as a result of that you know so these cameras are like filming 24 hours and they're finding that you know farm workers or slaughterhouse workers are beating animals and stuff and right. uh and putting that information out, which is which is really really awful. And there's a film actually that I'd recommend any of your um, listeners to watch called Dominion. That's uh, just come out. It's about it's all filmed in in Australia over about seven or eight years. Loads of undercover footage. Um, I, I was uh, privileged to to go to the London premiere about three or four weeks ago, and uh, it was it was relentless it was shocking just to see um you know what's going on um for like two hours of of harrowing scenes um sorry to bring the tone of this podcast down andy but it's um it's something that i, I wish more people would um be brave enough to witness because um you know and then if people feel that they're still comfortable eating animals going forward that's great but at least have that opportunity to to see what's going on yeah, and do you know what? This is a really um, poignant conversation because, for example, when I'm trying to introduce people to this what, the line of thinking or this way of behaving or eating or whatever it is, I will always recommend What the Health or Cowspiracy. Yeah. Um, and my preamble to that is, don't worry, it's not blood and guts abattoir no, type yeah. stuff, right? So this is like your, almost your first step in because, like as you, as you discussed there, it's really important because – that's really tough to look at. And I must admit, I haven't gone down that route for that reason. I would just know I would find it so, so uncomfortable. Yeah. That, that what the hell from the cowspiracy, it is the easy route in. However, yeah. it's quite interesting to hear that from you and to know that there, you know, Dominion, did you call it? Is that the name of the film? Yeah, Dominion it's called, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't believe anybody can watch that film and not be vegan at the end of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's one of them. Uh, but, yeah, but but I uh, we, we also recommend what the health and forks over knives and yeah. uh, and cowspiracy as you say. Um, we've been working with a, another team uh, that are bringing a movie out called Eating Our Way to Extinction, which will be um, yeah more about the, joining the dots on the whole thing, and uh, it'll be lots of footage about the environment and the health and and um, Richard Branson's invested in this movie. Kate Winslet's narrating it. There's lots wow. of big names wow. that are, are behind it, and hopefully that will come out next year and that will have a, a big impact. We certainly find from Veganuary's perspective, we always ask people, you know, how did you get here? And, and these documentaries that are appearing on Netflix 
uh, are really having um uh, you know a big effect on 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 switching people either fully or more towards uh, eating plant based which is which is amazing yeah and exactly for me the really easy way to to get someone to sort of interested in this and i'm like look you don't have clearly these documentaries are a bit one-sided and you know you've got to take that into account but just go and watch it and just see what it does for you and if you're interested yeah. in it go and explore it a bit more because most people have got no idea yeah. and that's you know yeah. you watch a cowspiracy or a, what the hell if you have no idea about the connection to the environment i certainly didn't until the day i put cowspiracy on and went wow i had no yeah. idea that that link was there um, and the same yeah. with the animals so i think all of these things are really worth doing and we do a lot around obviously psychology and beliefs and whatnot and i know for a fact as you say if i've got something that i really want to change in my life then a powerful documentary like dominion as you just mentioned there it's the sort of thing you know going into that there's a high chance coming out of that your 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 landscape of your world's going to be changed and i think that yeah. scares people because they sort of know that themselves don't they so it's like yeah. hold on if i press play on this there's a high chance things are going to change for me at the end yeah. of this which is which is the power of film and media isn't it which is fantastic yeah. and as you said yourself because the stuff of netflix now is so easy for people just to click on i'm interested click 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 vroom. Yeah. an hour later or 2 hours later the world's transformed. I mean, I think that is, I think is really, really powerful. And and then, so what sort of next? What's going on? I I think I seem to remember you. Were you looking at a, a like a festival or a um, creating a big show or, or talk around veganism? I can't remember. Yeah. So my my background is um, I'm an event organizer. So I've from the window and door industry, strangely enough. So I I, I run a, a or I run a trade show. Uh, for the window and door sector it's called the fit show um, but it's nothing to do with fitness it's to do with window fitting um, but yeah I think last time we spoke I, I was looking at doing a plant-based food show and um, I, I did sort of initial research on that Andy and it it didn't work out um, so I did a bit of promotion and uh, and sort of came up with a concept but um, there's actually there's so much competition now I mean there's a vegan festival probably every, well two or three vegan festivals every weekend uh, throughout the country. So, yeah, there, there just seems to be an oversupply of, of these sort of events for people. So I, I decided to, to concentrate on Veganuary uh, primarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, I mean, that in itself is a great thing, though, isn't it, that these festivals are popping up? Or, yeah. You know, a Veg Fest yeah. again is on this year. They, they just reached out. Actually, I might speak at the Veg Fest. Um, again, this year I spoke there, not last year, the year before, which was a fantastic experience, you know, and a, and a, a great day out. So just cycling back to, to Veganuary. So if someone's interested right now, they listen to this podcast and clearly it's not Veganuary, what should they do? No, you can do Veganuary any time of Brilliant. the year. So literally, you can sign up on our website and get 31 emails for the next 31 days and have the Veganuary experience, um, but on the 12th of July. That's absolutely fine. And, and we have about... Three, between three and 5,000 people sign up every month outside of our main campaign, campaign period. But then it, it really ramps up sort of December, January. I mean, as the name implies with Veganuary, it's, it's a January uh, main sort of activity. But do it. And obviously there's the book as well. So buy the book and, and do, the, do that if, if people fancy it. Perfect. And it's not dissimilar to ours, exactly that. You know, there's a constant yeah. stream of people coming in and there's a spike around january just because that's the nature nature of the yeah. beast it were so in terms of finding out more about you is it veganuary.com 
yeah, veganuary.com. We're on social media as well. So it's we are veganuary on on Facebook and Twitter. But if you just put in the search bar veganuary, it uh, we come up as the top result. Uh, we're on Instagram as well, doing really well on Instagram these days. Oh, fab. Um, yeah, I must have, I, I always wrestle with the whole social media thing. I must admit, one minute I'm in it, then next minute. I just don't <laughs> use it myself, you know, like at yeah. all. So I'm just sort of, oh, I'm trying to resist it anyway. But that is a that's, chat. That's very wise, Andy. It's, it really does uh, waste a lot of your time. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And we've had some great podcasts around that as well, but we won't get drawn into that now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Matthew, that was stunning. It's great to hear that it's going so well. And, and I know from when we first met, it was right at the almost the start of this, and it was a bit, is it going to work? And, and I know you've had some sort of moments where you probably thought, oh, I'm not sure it's going to go. And now it's just building on strength to strength and I'm sure this veganuary is going to be absolutely massive, which is which is fantastic. And the work that you're doing and promoting, it's just a wonderful thing. So keep doing what you're doing, my man. It's just wonderful. Oh, thank you, Andy, and thanks for giving us me the platform to be able to talk to you and uh, and your audience, uh, which is fantastic. And and as I think we discussed on the last podcast that where where the sound uh, didn't record, but there's such a similarity between the sort of vegan and the alcohol-free movements in terms of health and sort of the social side of it as well so it's really great to be on here yeah and i think what we'll do is and we did we mentioned this and we just didn't have time so it was like, like at the last minute and i messed it all up um yeah. was that maybe for this veganuary we'll try and do something with our audience around the, like a dry veganuary or something you know like the, the double <laughs> the double header go vegan yeah. And go alcohol free. There you go. If you want to power up 2019, that's the way to do it right there. <laughs> I love it. A lot of people will be horrified by that. And they'll be like, oh, but, what's yeah. happened? That's like, you can't do both of those things at once. That's impossible. The world will explode. Yeah. But anyway, uh, thanks very much, Matthew. It's been an absolute pleasure as always, my man. Thank you. Great. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. for listening to the one year no beer podcast for a full list of episodes and to join in the challenge yourself head on over to oneyearnobeer.com Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.